Welcome back, everybody, to Y'all Know It. It is Never Dies, folks. Welcome back. It is episode nine, everybody. And I am your host, Karate Kip. And I got Cobra Cole here, as always. And we are ready to talk about some Cobra Kai. How you doing tonight, Cole? I'm doing pretty good, man. I got a question for you, though. What's that? Have, have you have you accepted defeat at all this week? Hey, in this dojo, we never accept defeat. You're right about that. So yes, that was the lesson from last week, and there are some lessons this week. There's a lot of things that happened this week, but I'm just super glad to have you here, Cole. Super excited to talk about Cobra Kai, man. I got. I got a second cup of coffee tonight, man, and we are ready to go. We got some Cobra business tonight, actually, real quick, you guys. In the last episode, we were talking about, you know, there's nothing to fear except for fear itself. And I said that was from the 80s, maybe, but that's actually from uh, Franklin Roosevelt, 1933, inaugural address. Just wanted to clear that one up. And you guys are learning all kinds of stuff in, in, in this podcast, man. So we're going to be educating you guys. Some history, too. There it is. We were also talking about the beach fight, Cole. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's where this whole thing started. Yep. And we were talking about which one happened first, the push or the trip. Okay. So I went back. We had looked, We took a close look at it, man. We looked in the hood. And, yes, the push did happen first. Johnny pushed Daniel first then the tripping started just to clear that up too folks so cole are you ready for the recap tonight well i mean i guess that means johnny's you know struck first <laughs> that's what we, that's what we start to do i am give me some recap so the last episode was molting and we had everybody doing some transformations y'all Johnny was training his students in the junkyard, if you guys remember. He was making them train hard. Oh, yeah. The dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. The jerky. The jerky, doing dangerous stuff, trying to make them feel powerful. You know, that was his style of training. And he, because he wanted to increase the intensity of the training because he's trying to get them ready for the All Valley, if you remember. Then Lucille LaRusso. Daniel's mom from the Cardi Kid movie, she she came to visit. It was super cool, right? I know, I guess I, I, I you know what? I didn't realize her name was Lucille. I get Lucy LaRusso. Lucy LaRusso, that's right. And she's Jersey tough too, man. Oh yeah. And while she was there, Daniel was telling her about how Cobra Kai was back and how bad they were. And that puts Sam in a weird spot, you know, because she's dating Miguel, who is a Cobra Kai, of course. Romeo and Juliet. Yes. You remember. And then Johnny found out Miguel was dating LaRusso's daughter. And he and then he, he had to tell him about the rivalry. You know, he had to let him know about the rivalry. And we got to see Johnny's side of events from Karate Kid 1. We got to hear him tell his side of the story. It was so cool. That was awesome. It was so cool. 30 years in the making. Amazing stuff. 
And while he was talking, it, we learned that he, you know, kind of really loved Allie. And we learned more about their relationship. We learned that she gave him that black headband, you know, that he has, that iconic black headband. Yeah. Gave some meaning to that, which was really, really cool. And after that, Carmen invited Johnny over for dinner, if you remember. <laughs> it was a really funny dinner. Um, <laughs> and we learned, but she was talking about how she left Miguel's father before Miguel was born. Like, right. Because she found out that he was kind of like a bad man. So there's something going on there. Good for her to for leaving, though. And then during the dinner, Carmen gave Johnny some advice about not letting the past determine your future. That was one of the good lessons, advice, you know. And Sam kind of hid Miguel from her dad, like when yep. she was on the laptop. And she called him nobody, just a lab partner. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, man. I'm telling you. And that broke Miguel's heart. You know yeah, it. Yeah, you can see it in his face. You I'm know it. That's some of that teen drama, you guys. Setting it up. We're here for that teen drama. And Robbie came over to train with Daniel, and he met Sam. And Daniel took Robbie out to the lake, and they trained in the nature. Remember that? Yeah, that was cool. And we talked about the yin and the yang of the junkyard and the forest, of all that. Yeah, the, uh, the, the counterbalance. The, definitely the counterbalance. You were right. And we had the training montage, you know, the shots of them doing karate moves with the sun rays and everything and the original soundtrack going on. It was really beautiful stuff. Really, really beautiful stuff. And while doing that, Robbie learned a balance on the tree. He figured out how to do the hook kick and he was feeling all confident and stuff. But then yeah. Daniels told him he, that he needed balance in his life. And that's that's where Robbie's going to have to do the most work because you know that really affected Robbie. And at that moment, he almost came clean to Daniel about why he was working for him, but he didn't. He but almost he did. did that. It's a tough one to come clean for. Um, in the next scene, Johnny cleaned up his apartment as well, you know, and he went to Sid's mansion, gave him his money back, so that's over. And Miguel rode his bike to Sam's to introduce himself, but then he saw Robbie was there. He got his heart broken again, you know. That was a big thing. So that really starts the rivalry with Robbie. And then towards the end of the episode, Johnny was writing a letter to Robbie, and then they were he heard the glass breaking outside, and Louie and the biker buddies, remember that, Cole? Yep. They were bashing up Johnny's car. So he got the address from Daniel and then he headed off on the motorcycle, Cole. And Johnny is in a fury, right? That's where yeah. we're at. Just took the bike and he rode off, kind of like the end of uh, like Pulp Fiction, you know? <laughs> hey, <laughs> nice one. With, uh, Bruce Willis on the motorcycle, you know, it's a chopper. <laughs> yeah, he took That's off. Dead. Yeah. He is in a fury and he has Daniel's address. That's where we left it. And tonight, though, you guys, all about episode nine, which is titled Different But Same. And <laughs> do you know where that is from, Cole? M Mr. Miyagi said that, correct? He totally did. Yeah, he was looking at 
Allie and Daniel's picture, you know, from the picture booth, and he said they look good together. He said different but sane. That's exactly right. Oh, I never know you have sweetheart. Oh, no, no, I don't. Look good together. Mm, different but same. No, no, different but different. Awesome. But why do you think they, yeah, very awesome. The other question, though, is why do you think they titled the episode that? Ooh, I think it has to do with uh, Daniel and Johnny. I think you're right on the money there, Cole. So it's pretty cool how stuff happens. And here we go, folks. Are you ready to go, Cole? Yeah. Me too. So the opening scene of... Episode 9, Different But Same, we are at the skate park with Robbie, y'all. And we have a cool skateboarding montage going on with some heavy metal. Robbie was skateboarding. Yeah, cool music, too. Yeah, very cool music. And he's, like, in the bowl, right? He's, like, doing, like, the ramp stuff. He's, like, skating some bowls, yeah. Yep, skating down in the bowls, and he's trying to do some handstands. He kept falling down, and you know that's how it is with skateboarding. He's, but he get back up, and he's trying, keeps trying. In the last shot of the montage, he was able to do the one-handed handstand. Yeah, on the edge of the uh, pool or whatever he was skating. Yep, the, yeah. yep, the rim of it. And but that's what Daniel was trying to do in the forest, if you remember. Yep, the secret Miyagi kick. So Robbie's a good athlete, man. He he did that. It was a tough move, right? Like, only Mr. Miyagi could do that. Yeah, I like the fact that he's a skater. I think it's pretty cool. It is very cool. Yeah, I was thinking Robbie has the skateboard and Miguel has his bike, kind of. But yeah, only Mr. Miyagi could do that move, so it's pretty amazing that Robbie was able to do that. Like, wow. So that's how we got the title screen, though, right there, man. That was cool. Cobra Kai title screen as he's doing the handstand in red. It was cool. So what do you think about that? I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was cool. It just shows that, you know, Robbie's committed to learning, you know, moves and stuff. I guess he's committed to skating as, you know, like he is with karate. And mm -hmm. he finally, ma he mastered, he, he seemed like he was surprised himself that he was able to master, uh, doing the handstand on one arm yep he's learning that balance very well so good job robbie in the next scene though y'all we are at the larusso household and you know somebody we have an unexpected visitor here daniel's making his breakfast he's he's starting to use the espresso machine and we have that symphony song playing yeah you know it's funny like it went from like you know some like metal, right? Like, yeah. like almost kind of like thrash metal too. All of a sudden, like some like classical music playing. Yeah, is that <laughs> a song? It was Mozart's Overture to the Marriage of Figaro. By okay. the way, you guys. So y'all are learning some history, you're learning some classic music history here, so you're learning all types of stuff here on Never Dies. 
So, and he gets ready to take his first sip of that, of his espresso, and he looks in the backyard, and he has an unexpected visitor, you guys. Oh, my gosh, Cole. Who is standing there? It's Johnny. Yes, yes. And what did you think about that? I thought, why did it take so long for how? Yeah, why did it take so long for Johnny to get there? Yeah, it may. I really don't know. It may have been far away. It's yeah, it's definitely <laughs> that night, and or that morning he left. That night is that morning. Yeah, I guess maybe it was like super late whenever he left or something. Right. It was almost morning already. But yeah, Daniel's surprised to say the least. Oof, man, that's a like what a way to start off the morning. Johnny's standing there. He's making fists. Like I feel like he's listening to Miguel. Right? He's like holding it in right now. He's he's super mad. He's in. This is Johnny Fury mode, you guys. So Johnny's wearing red and Daniel's wearing blue. And I'm sure you noticed that. How they're like, they're always wearing different colors. Like, you know, the whole D- Daniel's usually wearing like the blue. Johnny's usually wearing like red. Yeah. like Well, Daniel's headband is like, you know, white with the pattern on it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny's is black, you know. It's like, like the good guy. Bad, like they all like in Western movies, you know, the good guys with a white hat and the bad guys with a black hat, you know. <laughs> Definitely, and these two, they kind of switch it up with the colors. You know, Johnny's usually in red, and Daniel's in blue. And Daniel's like yelling at Johnny. He's like, "What the hell? You know, you came to my house. What's going on? What the hell are you doing? You come to my house? Are you insane? I was trying to make things right. Let the past be the past." You still can't leave well enough alone, man. And does that sound familiar to you? Yeah, I think you said that a couple times now, not only in the show, but back in the original movie, I believe. Yep, yep. It was from Karate Kid 1 when they're, when they're beating Daniel up, you know, yeah. all wearing their uh, skeleton costumes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. It was right after the, like, the dance when he like mm-hmm. put the water on Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, here's, here's the quote. You couldn't leave well enough alone. Classic. (laughs) Classic Johnny. And so Daniel asked, he said, What are you talking about? Johnny responded, he said, I'm talking about my car, you know, these goons of yours. They he they could have burned down my whole neighborhood. Those biker guys. And he says, they he says, he gave me your address right away. And Daniel, yeah, that's when he realized it was Mobster Louie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Mobster Louie was doing stuff in his name once again. <sighs> right? Louie, Louie, Louie. So he said, he told Johnny he had nothing to do with it. He said, that was my cousin. And Johnny laughed and said, big surprise. You LaRussos are all the same. You're rotten to the core. Like he doesn't like their whole family. Man. No, no, he's he's harbored this hatred for a long time now. Mm-hmm. Then Anthony was behind him, right, when they were doing this, and he, he was like, "Yeah, making everything ass, worse, Dad. making everything worse as he does." <laughs> yeah, and it's so funny. John, Johnny told Anthony, "He said, listen to your dad, kid. You're not going to want to see this.'" Because <laughs> Daniel told him to go inside. Really, really funny. So Daniel told Johnny that he was going to ask him nicely, but then he's going to call the police. So, and then Johnny said, were you afraid? And he stepped towards Daniel. Daniel pulled out his phone. Johnny lunged for the phone, and they spun around and faced each other, and they both went in like fighting stances. Right? Yeah, yep. 
They're ready to throw down. It's like two grown men acting like some kids. Yeah, it's that's great. what Amanda it's said, great. right? Pretty much, yeah. She diffuses the situation because, yeah, she says, you, you guys have it handled, right? A couple of grown men about to k- kick each other into the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda always brings things back down to reality. She is you know? the reality. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, you guys are silly, man. What are y'all doing? <laughs> so she says, actually, you know, I wouldn't mind if you guys fought, but I don't want any blood on the patio. So let's let's hash it over some over some breakfast. Can you know, can we do that? <laughs> Johnny's like, I could eat. <laughs> yeah, as as there's like still in fighting stances. They're like talking, he's like, he's like, Yeah, do you want to have some, you know? Yeah, hungry? Yeah. It's, it's like trailer <laughs> I, park I boys eat. almost man yeah <laughs> and the yeah the mozart came back in at the end and that was the end of the scene so good job by amanda yeah diffusing that because that was johnny fury dude he was coming in so what do you think about that scene cole pretty tense there man for a second you know but you know, well, they might throw down johnny's johnny's pissed off you know he's ready to fight <laughs> and daniel's you know daniel's ready to defend himself Mm-hmm. they almost did fight but they didn't so it's great good job amanda they're gonna sit down and try to hash it out we're gonna see what happens with that at the next scene though we are at the high school classroom in some high school classroom y'all it's the saturday psat prep saturday PSA prep, dude. That is lame. I'm so sorry. That is so lame. <laughs> School on Saturday to get ready for a test. Come on. Yeah, oh my gosh. Boo. I, I couldn't believe it when I saw that. So, <laughs> uh, Miguel and Demetria, you know, the desk together. Miguel is like really distracted. You know, he's like in a, he's upset because about what he saw at Sam's house the night before, right? Yeah. Dimitri asked him what's going on. And Miguel responded, he said, you know, it's just a practice test. (laughs) Do do you remember what Dimitri said about that? I remember him saying something about um, he's got to play, like, you know, he he shouldn't be upset because he's got a girlfriend. He's got to play the long game or something like that. So he's got to make sure, so he makes sure he's got to make sure he passes these tests so he can get a good job and like build it and then have a lot of money and then. Have, that would give him enough confidence to uh, to give the girl. So he's playing the long game. In this long game, yeah. The whole <laughs> thing there. He has this whole thing set up. And yeah, he says, Miguel, is the, he says, you have the karate thing. I got to play the long game. So nice one, nice one. <laughs> Dimitri. And then, the, so the class was over and Sam was waiting for Miguel as he came out of the class, you guys. And y'all, there is so much teen drama in this episode. They share like the most awkward kiss I've ever seen on camera. Okay, first off. And so you know that it's weird, right? Sam could tell Miguel was upset. So she asked him, she said, What's with the doom and gloom? Miguel lied to her. He lied to her. He said that he was distracted during the test because of the tournament, didn't give him a lot of time to prepare for it. That's what he said. Okay. So that's a lie, Cole. Yep. He lied to her face about that. But then Sam said that, you know, you did better than me in my class, right? Because she's doing the same thing. She said the guy in front of her didn't shower. 
Okay. She said, this was her line. She said, it made her forget how to calculate the volume of a sphere, but it helped her remember the word malodorous. <laughs> so she's like, that, like, that's a geeky, funny thing. And that's kind of how Sam is. Yeah. She's trying to like lighten the mood. And she gave him a smile. Like she's trying to cheer him up. It didn't work though. And like, she kind of got sad too, right? Yep. It really broke down like their interaction here. Miguel asked her what she did. She, you know, he said, what did you do last night? And we have this, we have like the teen drama song playing right now. Now, Sam kind of lies here, but it's not really. She said it's just a family dinner, she said. And would you call that a lie? Not completely. Not completely. Almost, kind of. I mean, it's not, it's not a lie, but she didn't like tell him you know, about you know, everything that was going on there. She didn't tell him everything. Not technically a lie. And so Miguel followed that, saying that you know, he would like to meet you know, her family sometime, you know, her, your, her mom and her dad and everything. And he said, he's never even been to her house. Yep. Sam responded with, I've never been to your house either, which is like, that's a deflection. Okay. I don't, I don't like that from Sam. You know, she's kind of, you know, like, what about this? Yeah. She's kind of deflecting. She's kind of deflecting there. I didn't really like that. But Miguel came back with, you're welcome anytime. Right. He said, my mom would love to meet you. And Sam went silent here, Cole. She kind of went silent. She didn't take him up on the offer. Okay. She didn't really know what to do there. And that's something I've noticed from Sam. Okay. We've talked about it a little bit before, like with the Aisha stuff yep. and with some other things. I've noticed that Sam, when Sam doesn't know what to say or when she's like caught in like a tough spot, she goes silent. Okay, it's like a character trait from her. So she's like, and that's kind of a good thing sometimes because you don't say something, you're, you're like trying to prepare, but at the same time, you can sometimes not say what you need to say, like with the Aisha stuff. So Sam goes silent, silent Sam. <laughs> there it is. That's a character trait from her. Miguel goes on to say, though, he said, you, you know, you could come, I could come to your house, I could meet your mom and stuff. Your dad. And Sam said, tonight is not a good night. But she tries to set up another date with him. She says that they could go to the Ventura. I guess, I guess that's like the drag. And she asked, it, she asked him on a date with milkshakes. Sam did this because she, she likes Miguel, but her family will not approve. So it's like she, something has to give there she can't just go out with him and never meet the family so this is a this is a weird interaction right cole you know what do you think about all this yeah you can tell that you know miguel's just upset you know uh, thinks that i guess uh he's starting to feel like she's ashamed of him or something and uh yeah of course it's upset him and then she's kind of just skirting around everything making the matter kind of worse you know Totally worse, and Miguel kind of gave a wry smile. And he said, "Yeah, sure, like we'll do that." But he has to go train now, and 
So, and he thinks Sam is lying to his face and that she's cheating on him with Robbie. Okay. Yep. Even that night. But, you know, he is, he is kind of doing a little, you know, he's assuming a little too much, you know. He, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know, he doesn't know who Robbie is. He doesn't know, you know, he could be like a cousin or something for all he knows, you know. Yeah. It's all misunderstanding, like you said. So, he thinks that she could even be cheating on him that night because she says, you know, tonight's not a good night. Yeah, true. So He's mm-hmm. jealous. He's jealous and it looks weird. It's a weird situation. Sam said, okay. And then it, they both looked real down. So it's on the rocks, this relationship. And Miguel left saying he'll call her later. But they're still dating at this moment. But it's hanging on by a thread, dude. Red minuses all around. If you guys ever played The Sims, dude, that's some red <laughs> minuses. Red minuses. <laughs> Moving on, though, we got the next scene. It's at the LaRusso household. They all, Daniel, Amanda, and Johnny are at breakfast and they're trying to hash things out, if you remember. So, this is such a yeah. funny scene, Cole. Daniel and Johnny were just like angrily staring at each other with like <laughs> silently. <laughs> and uh, remember, Amanda broke the ice. She said, uh, okay, so I've heard that you have a karate dojo. <laughs> but <laughs> I bet she's, I think she's heard a lot more than that. Yeah, honest, right? for sure, for sure. She said, that's nice. And then Johnny got mad. I said, yeah, it was nice to your husband and got my rent doubled. <laughs> so, <laughs> the first sentence, dude, immediately goes south, right? <laughs> so funny. Uh, but Daniel came back saying, you spray painted a dick on my face. <laughs> uh, Johnny said, well, you tried to get me banned from the All Valley. So it goes back and forth, you know. Yeah, they're arguing like, arguing like kids pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Amanda interrupted this, but if she didn't do that, they would have kept going back and forth all the way back to the <laughs> beach, all the way back to the beach fight, I feel like, Definitely. You know, 30 years later. But then Johnny yelled, right? He's like, you torched my car. Okay, this is a big deal. They did torch his car. So Daniel said, you know, I'm, you know, it wasn't me. I'm the guy who fixed your car. So then Johnny said, well, it wouldn't need it to be fixed if your daughter and your friends hadn't wrecked it. And that's new information. That is new information to the parentals, okay? But Daniel didn't believe him, saying that the car reeked of booze and that Johnny probably wrecked it himself. Yep. That's, that's kind of messed up. But Johnny responded to that, saying, he said, go ask your daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Sam, Sam is in trouble, man. Ooh. Sam is in trouble, dude. So Daniel got mad and he began to leave the table. Johnny started eating, right? He said, I'm not leaving until I get payback for my car. Um, Amanda came to the rescue again, saying that they know somebody with a dealership. And Daniel gave her a look. So yeah. it looks like they're going to have to hook him up with a new car. We might get a new car here, Cole. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. So in the next scene, moving things along, y'all, we are at some local park and Miguel, Aisha, and Demetria are hanging on a bench. It's a sunny day. Hawk and Bert are in the background. They're like shadow crying. Kar- <laughs> so right? That's a small kid's the little kid's name, Bert. Yeah, Bert. That's, that's Bert. Okay. The small kid with the glasses. Yeah. That's him. That's that's Bert. That's right. 
And Dimitri was saying to Miguel, he was saying, yeah, maybe you're overreacting about all this Sam stuff. And Miguel said, hey, I, I know what I saw that night. Hawk said, maybe it was her brother or something. Miguel said, well, brothers don't look at their sisters like that. So he could tell Robbie liked her. Yeah, Dimitri's to me, to me, like, so what do you say, like, in some parts of the country? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said, well, that depends on what, you know, what part of the country you're in. Yeah, yeah he looked away. Miguel could tell that Robbie likes Sam. It's a big deal. It's building this rivalry here. And Miguel said he just doesn't want what happened to Sensei to happen to him. Do you remember that, Cole, yep. when he said that? Yep. What, like, what do, you, what do you think he meant by that? He doesn't want some, uh, you know, random guy to come in and steal his girl from him. Mm-hmm. That's it, 100%. You nailed it. He doesn't want to lose Robbie. He, he doesn't want to lose to Robbie in this situation. He doesn't want to lose Sam. They both like her, dude. They both like her. And now Sam is the new alley, if you noticed. Yep. Sam is the new alley. It's crazy. Great writing. Hawk said that Miguel should just go over there and beat Robbie's ass. So, <laughs> but then Dimitri said, don't listen to Eli. You know, because they used to be friends. It used to be Eli and Dimitri. Hawk got mad at him. He said, he said, it's Hawk. Dimitri said, yeah, whatever. So, like, yeah, their friendship's getting weird because, you know, Eli's changing so much. There's a lot of tension in their friendship. I mean, think about where he started. Yeah, like a really mild, kind of kind of shy mm-hmm. you know, kid with the, you know, his, his lips, you know, messed up. Um, to what he is now, like you know, he's kind of overconfident, almost. You know, he's cocky. He's becoming a bully. Yeah, you're yeah. exactly right, Cole. And yeah, and becoming a bit of a bully. It's easy to forget how much he's changed. So, got to remember that. Yeah, he's used to be that silent kid, and he's the teachings of Cobra Kai. You know, he's really taking these and using them. So you can tell, but he's coming, coming a bit of a bully, a little bit too aggressive. If you follow the teachings of Cobra Kai to the letter, you will become an asshole. Mm-hmm. Dimitri brought up the fact that Sam has given Miguel no reason not to trust her yet. He's trying to console his friend, being a good friend. Yeah. And that seemed to make Miguel feel better. And he's giving Sam the benefit of the doubt also. Good on him, you know. Good on him. Dimitri's being a good friend there. And at that moment, Aisha reacted to something on her phone. She said, ah, oh, that little bitch. <laughs> you remember what was going on there, Aisha? Yeah, made a comment. So Aisha made a, a posted a, fo- a picture of herself breaking boards, mm-hmm. and uh, I think what Yasmin's comment was, "I, I can't believe the belt made it around your waist." That's some cyberbullying, right? Yeah, it is. So Aisha's like, you know, I'm gonna get. We're, we got to get back at her for this. Yep, that was her issue. Like why she joined Cobra Kai in the first place was this cyberbullying stuff so but now she said she she's being proactive she said we got to do something about this just like you said you gotta strike first so hawk's idea he said okay how about we kidnap her and have my boy rico tattoo bitch on her face <laughs> so yeah he's a typical loudmouth teenager you know yeah, i don't think he would actually over do the top that. over the top yeah yeah aisha says wait i have a better idea so the deal is that Yasmin's having her birthday party at the Canyon later, and it's like a V. She said VIP. Yep. 
So, but Aisha said, not if they strike first, they won't. And Hawk said, hell yeah. So, yeah, they're about to strike first. I love that stuff, Cole. What do you think about that? Yeah. I, you know what? I just really like the fact that uh, they all like have each other's back. You know what I mean? Like, there's that sense of camaraderie there amongst all of them since they're all Cobras. It's the quiver. Yeah, man. I love that. Totally the quiver. Yep. Cobra Kai is a good little karate gang. They're backing each other up. That's how a friend should be, man. Like, you know, the listeners may not know I'm, you know, I've been a member of the Austin, of the uh, you know, punk scene, you know, for a long time. And that's how we, that's how we are. You know, that's how the punks are with each other. Like, you know, we all have each other's back no matter what. Yeah, dude. So I like, I like seeing that. I like seeing that, you know, with them, with these kids. Very, very cool. They're very loyal to each other. They're good friends backing each other up. Like you said, it's great. So they're going to go over there and start that party. The next scene, y'all, we are at LaRusso Auto and Daniel and Johnny are in the used car lot, you know, there. And Daniel kind of put his arm and he like showed the cars to Johnny and he said, okay, choose. Okay, choose. Thought you sold Porsches. Yeah, right. In your dreams. Does that sound familiar to you, Cole? Yeah, I think, uh, didn't Mr. Miyagi say that to Daniel? He totally did. When he gave him the cars and the lot. Yeah. He said, okay, choose uh, you know, for I totally, I totally forgot about that until, until you just mentioned it. Yeah, you don't have to give me anything. No, you give me enough already. I'm, I'm serious. No, 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 no. Oh, no, really? No, no. I'm serious. No, no, no. Choose. Oh, no. No. I had the old man feeling. Choose. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah so Dan totally did the did same that. thing. Okay, choose. So that's from Karate Kid 1. Yep. Johnny said, I thought you sold Porsches, so he wants like a new car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Daniel was like, in your dreams. So he's he is getting him a used car. That's pretty cool. So they start walking the lot, and Daniel said, "What about this one?" Johnny answered, "A Forester. What do I look like? A Lesbo?" <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wish they would have like done more cars. Like I want to hear Johnny's yeah. take on more cars there, but I wish they had a Prius. I want to see what Johnny would have mm-hmm. said about that. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> Johnny spots a Dodge Challenger, and he said, "He said this one looks pretty good." And Daniel began to give him the specs on it, but Johnny corrected him on one, right? Yeah, it was the engine size. Mm-hmm. Daniel was surprised. He said, "You know cars." And, you know, do you remember Johnny's answer? So, yeah, what like what kind of man doesn't? What kind of man doesn't? So they kind of connected there. Daniel said, "Okay, I'll get you the keys, and you can leave." But Johnny said, "What's wrong with it?" Like he he doesn't believe it's a good car. Yeah. You know, Daniel thought, you know, you want me to? He says, "You think I'm selling lemons?" So Johnny wants to test drive. But Daniel couldn't find anyone to help with the test drive. Like he even asked about Robbie, if you noticed. That was his first choice. He said, you know, where's you know, where's Robbie? Mm-hmm. And you're right. It was his day off. Yep. So Daniel has to do the test drive with Johnny. Well, there's one other thing he asked, but also like so the the lady he told that to said, Well, what about, you know, I could get Louie? And he said, Louie's never allowed to set foot around here ever again. Yeah, he's been fired. Yep. For that. There are repercussions. It's real stuff, man. So that's, that's cousin, even. So you know, 
It's probably the right response. It's definitely the right response. Definitely the right response. Mm-hmm. Mobster Louie. So that's pretty cool. He's about to get a cool car, it looks like. Yeah, of course, Johnny picks a, a Dodge Challenger. Yeah. It's like perfect. It's perfect for him, though. Perfect for him. Standard and all that stuff. In the next scene, you guys, we are at the back at the LaRusso household, and Sam was walking in the kitchen. She asked Amanda if Daniel was around. Yep. Because she, she, she wants to talk to him, she said. So what do you think she wanted to talk to him about there, Cole? Hopefully it was about Miguel. I definitely think that's what it was. She's going to come clean about things. She's going to do the right thing, but of course it's all going to get messed up because that's how it happens in, in Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. So she was about to do the right thing, it looks like. So that's that's interesting there. But Amanda said, Daniel is out, and then she said, she started to ask, you know, she said, were you involved in a hit and run, you know, with Johnny's car? He has <laughs> and all that. And Sam went silent. Yep. Silent Sam, dude. You know, she was caught in something. She goes silent. But then she said, Sam said she wasn't driving. And Amanda said, that don't matter. And, and, she's, and she told Sam that you should have told her. But, and you caused a lot of trouble, you know. She, she, it was the whole show. It's all because of this thing. So Amanda grounded her, and she took her phone away. Yep. Hand it over. And Anthony was grabbing stuff from the fridge, and he was like, don't forget her <laughs> iPad and smartwatch. <laughs> Typical little brother. Yeah. I love their thing going on. So, yeah, that finally came out, man. The fact that Sam was involved in that hit and run caused the whole thing. Grounded. Grounded. Moving on, you guys, though, we are we're in the streets. Reseda probably, and where Johnny was test driving the Challenger. He's driving really fast. And then, so Daniel told him to slow down. But Johnny said, relax, Danielle. Yeah, <laughs> come Danielle. After that, Johnny asked how many speakers the car had. And Daniel turned on the radio, radio to show him how many speakers, right? And Ario Speedwagon was playing. What would you think about that? Take it on the run. Yeah, um, this part right here is great, man. This part is great. Uh, Daniel starts singing along, and then uh, you know Johnny asks him, "Oh, you're you know I didn't know you were in, you're in the R.O.S.V. wagon." Daniel's response: "What kind of man isn't?" <laughs> what kind of man is it? That's exactly right. So I was going to say, like, are they bonding here? They are a little bit. They are. They first bonded over cars just now, and now they're bonding over music. Watching these two guys sing along at the same time to the same song together, that put a smile on my face, man, seeing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, and what a perfect song, too, man. What a perfect song. Take it on the run. Yeah, they start rocking out a little bit, and what a cool scene! You know, I was gonna say like we gotta take a step. I want to take a step back here and just think like this is this is Johnny Lawrence and Daniel Larusso from Karate Kid riding around together, 
jamming out a little bit. They're starting to bond. Yeah, I want them to be friends. Yeah, right. You know, I'm like rooting for their friendship. You know, it's all misunderstandings, like you said. So at that moment, Daniel told him to pull over. And where are we, Cole? We're, we're at somewhere special. It's Daniel's old apartment complex. The South Seas. How cool is that? It's the same building, Cole. Yep. Oh, man. And, like, they pulled up in the same spot, just like where his mom and him pulled up, kind of, yep. if you noticed. <laughs> their first day there when they moved in. Ah, uh, yeah. And the... Uh, the episode kind of slows down here. We get them, you know, we get some special Miyagi type music. Cuz you know Miyagi lives there. Yep. Well, everything. I don't think he lived there. He didn't live there, but he worked. You know, he worked there. He had a shop. Oh, he there worked there. Yeah. yeah, he had a shop there, and you know, so Miyagi was there, and they got out, and Daniel started telling Johnny that you know this is his old house and everything. <laughs> Johnny said, "Yeah, I remember I kicked your ass around the corner." <laughs> Do you remember what Daniel said to that <laughs> though? Yeah, how that in for you? How that in for you? Mm-hmm. So we got some of that Miyagi music as Daniel starts to reminisce about living there, and they. They were walking through, right? And we get we got some more of those overlaying flashback scenes, right, Cole? Yeah. Of him walking through as like a kid to the pool and stuff. They really overlaid it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. The pool like uh, had like you know dirty. It was dirty. It had no water in it when he was a kid. Actually, had water in it now as an adult. That's right. Had water in it, and yep. So when they showed up, the pool was broken when he was a kid, and he said, "Yeah, I never got to swim in this." Johnny started bragging. He said, "Well, I got a pool twice. I had a pool twice the size of this when I was a kid." Uh, Daniel shot back though. He said, "It must have been nice having a rich dad to give you everything." Yeah, he's like, "I bet you did." And yeah, Johnny's like, "You know what? What is that supposed to mean?" He's like, "Yeah, must have been nice having a rich, a rich daddy." That's right. So they're kind of learning about each other's family life and stuff. Yep. And Johnny told him, I didn't have a rich dad. You know, he said, I had a rich stepdad. And he was a real, you know, piece of shit is what he said. Yep. And they're, they're bonding again here, dude. Daniel said he didn't know that. And yeah, they're bonding about the family, like father stuff now too, yep. dude. And that's so crazy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to be friends. Johnny went on to say, he said, uh, I think, you know, he says he thinks his mom married Sid because she, she wanted to give Johnny a better life. And they're like in the, around the pool near the apartment. You know, Daniel looked up to the old apartment and said, yeah, mom, moms are good like that. That was a cool scene. Yep. We had a flashback there of Lucille. Remember she was like at the beginning, she was like, you know, saying, I have a real positive feeling about this place. And, yeah, same deal. She just kind of wanted to give. She was trying to give Daniel a better life, also, you know, out in California instead of in Jersey. I guess exactly. So yeah, their moms were kind of doing the same thing for them. What an amazing scene, again, dude. So, like taking a step back, like Johnny Lawrence and Daniel Larusso are back at the old apartment. Man, it's just so cool. I just this is an amazing, amazing thing. It's all a bonus, folks. 
Johnny said after that, he said, I could use a drink. And he, he knew of a bar around the corner. Daniel was like, no, it's, he's like, in the, it's in the middle of the afternoon, right? You're crazy. Yep. But Johnny's walking off. He's like, I got the keys, though. <laughs> so they're going to get in some trouble. <laughs> what do you think about that scene, Cole? Oh, man, I thought it was a, it was a cool scene, you know, the uh, flashback to the original movie. Man. You know, it's cool seeing the old, you know, seeing the old apartment. Uh, old apartment complex and everything, but I thought it, I did think it was a little strange. Like, you know, why why would Johnny have pulled up there? You know, like, I guess did Daniel have to see it and tell him to stop? Like, that's what I didn't get. I guess like how why did they go there in the first place? But it was cool seeing it. Yeah, they must have just been in the area or something. It happened. It's pretty cool, pretty special scene, man. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And the next scene, though, you guys, we're at, you know, Nestor's convenience store, the one next to the Cobra Kai dojo, right? And Aisha, Dimitri, and Hawk, and Bert, you know, little Bert, you know, they're stocking <laughs> up on, they're stocking up on some snacks. Yep. Aisha wants to strike first. She wants to throw that, that party in the canyon before Yaz. Dimitri was saying he didn't know how they were going to get the alcohol for the party, though. <laughs> But then Hawk came through, right? He said, never underestimate the power of the Hawk. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Outside, Miguel was trying to get in touch with Sam. But he can't. Yep. Amanda's got the Oof, phone. Man, that's just, it's just unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, it's getting to be bad. He really wants to talk to her and sort things out. So Miguel thought Sam, he like even in this moment, he could be thinking, you know, Sam could be cheating on her. Oh, right she's probably there, off dude. the Robbie. That's what he's probably thinking. Yeah, exactly right. And now she's avoiding his phone calls and texts. Ooh, doesn't look good. No, it was some teen drama, big time, folks. He doesn't calls again. Doesn't look good. He calls again, and it's ringing. So he knows that the phone is working. Y'all know how it is when it's some drama stuff like this, man. So we cut to Sam at the table with Amanda and Anthony. Okay, we're, we're going to go back and forth here with the phone. Amanda was doing paperwork at the table, and Sam was doing her homework, and her phone was ringing from Miguel. Anthony was saying how much fun the internet is. He's like, I'm chatting with my friends. I can shop online. <laughs> making everything punk. worse like he does. <laughs> He's just being a little punk, you know, kids, man. Amanda said, be quiet, right? But the phone kept ringing, and Sam was like, please let me answer it. But Amanda hung up the phone, dude. <laughs> canceled the call. Yeah, canceled the call. Yeah, dude. Which makes things look worse. Which makes things look worse for Miguel. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, man, she just canceled the call on me. That's what he's thinking, you know? Yeah. So she's there, and now she just doesn't, doesn't want to talk to me at all. So when, whenever Amanda did that, though, Anthony goes, nice. <laughs> He's such a <laughs> punk. <laughs> He's such a punk. So we cut to Miguel, yeah, and he's leaving a voicemail because of the phone call, right? And he's apologizing. He's apologizing for how he acted earlier because he was kind of, he was like in a sour mood towards yeah. Sam and everything, and rightly so. But he does invite her to the party in the canyon, Okay. So it's all about this party tonight, guys. It's all about the party tonight, building towards the party. So inside the store, Hawk's trying to get some alcohol, though. He's trying to connect with Nestor, like pretending that he saw like the Dodgers game with him. 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, I was at the bar last night and the crowd went wild. Nestor said, yeah, I wouldn't, I wanted to go. My girlfriend took me to some lame ass play and then Hawk said, bitches will be bitches. <laughs> I just love that dude. Hawk, man, Jeez, he's so man. funny. So Nestor goes to check his ID and Hawk laughed and said, I'm flattered. <laughs> did you see, uh, did you, oh yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, he pointed at Bert and he said, that's my kid right there. <laughs> yeah, that part got me, man. <laughs> that's Bert, dude. <laughs> totally that funny, That right? me, that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's my kid. He's such a small guy. Like, Bert is such a small kid. Yeah, he is there. And like, yeah. So, Nestor insisted. He's like, hey, I got to see your ID. So, Hawk took out his fake ID. And do you, do you remember what his name was and all that stuff, dude? Do you see those? Yeah, w- Walter Hawkman. That's exactly what it was. He said he was born in 1993. 1993, 6'6 and 140 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, Nestor said, whatever. So, at that point, you know, Hawk's like, I'm going to push it, right? So, he said, uh, let me get about eight bottles of vodka. <laughs> I think I guess he actually got it too, didn't he? he I mean, did, he yeah, did. Mm-hmm. he actually got the vodka also. They got it right. He was, he was like giving the the rock and sign because it worked. It worked, but we cut back to the Larusso table, and Sam's phone was still going off in Amanda's purse. But the doorbell rang, and Anthony said, "That's my drone I bought from Amazon." He like runs out. Amanda said, you got a drone? And she's like, what? So she got up too. And Sam took this opportunity. She wants to sneak out her phone real quick. But it was Robbie at the door. He's there to train with Daniel. He saw Amanda and he said, hey, Mrs. L. Did you hear that? Yeah. (laughs) I like that. It was kind of old school. Hey, Mrs. L. So she said that Daniel's out all day dealing with something, which is Robbie's dad, actually. He's out with Johnny. Yep. But she said, yeah, come up, uh, go ahead and come inside. And, but, and then so Sam's trying to use the phone. She was typing to Miguel. She was typing, sorry, my mom took my phone. But it, she wasn't able to send it, man. Ah, dude, it sucks. <laughs> it's a mysterious, series of misfortunate events. That's exactly right, Cole. Oh, she she just could have pressed send. So Robbie saw Sam again, right? And they said, hey, how's it going? Sam said, I'm a prisoner. I got to get out of this house. It made Robbie start thinking because he likes her. Wants to spend some time with her. Yeah, that is some unfortunate stuff. Yep. It's a serious, this whole show is just a series of misunderstandings and misfortunate events. (laughs) Ah, and that's how Karate Kid was as well. So, yeah, history repeats itself. History repeats itself. At the next scene, guys, moving on, we're at the bar near the South Seas Apartments, I guess. You know, Johnny's bar that he knew. And Daniel and Johnny are at the bar, so, like, they're bonding over some drinks now and stuff. So Johnny got the bartender's attention saying, Bartender, a Coors Banquet for me and a Shirley Temple for the lady. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's classic johnny classic johnny dude so daniel said club soda will be fine it says one drink and we're out but then it starts to get all quiet right yep. daniel filled the silence he said 
So you had a stepdad. And he said that back in the day, he figured that Johnny was just living the life. What do you think about this conversation, Cole? You know, uh, this conversation is great. They get to see a little bit more about, you know, each other's lives. And, you know, maybe that they're different, but the same. Ooh. That's exactly right, Cole. You nailed it. It's happening right now. Yep. Different, but same. But after that, Daniel was like, you know, you had nice bikes and everything. And Johnny said, well, yeah, it had its moments, but he, he would come home and get bullied every day. Right. So that's, that's yep. not cool. And he said, that's why he joined Cobra Kai. And then Kreese became like a father to him. But then he told Daniel that he wouldn't understand. Yeah, he said Kreese gave him more attention than he ever got at home. Mm-hmm. So this is some serious stuff, you guys. Yeah. Daniel, D- Daniel came, you know, followed that by saying, you know, he opened up to him and said, you know, my, my father died when I was eight. And then Mr. Miyagi was like a father to him. So, yeah, they are different, but same, dude. They are different, but same. Exactly. Daniel said it's crazy. They both found karate role models. And do you remember what Johnny said to that? What was that? He said, uh, and Johnny replied, he said, yeah, but yours didn't break your trophy and tried to kill you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's totally what happened also. (laughs) Yeah. Karate Kid 2. Yep. The the beginning of Karate Kid 2. Mm-hmm. And Daniel said, that is true. <laughs> but then he, he ordered another drink from the bar, too. He wanted a drink now, too. So he said, kettle martini, straight up, couple of olives, ice, ice cold. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, they're like, you know what? He's, this conversation needs some drink, needs some alcohol. Yeah. But his drink is so different than Johnny's. So they're, they're, they are different, but maybe they're not exactly the same. <laughs> Yeah, Johnny with the scores, Daniel with the trying to be classy with the martini. Yep. And then right after that, Johnny held up his scores. He said, Yeah, two more of these. So they're starting to drink, <laughs> starting to bond oh, it yeah. up. It's really, really cool, right, Cole? Yeah, Isn't that's that amazing. Isn't that amazing? Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso sharing some drinks. They're 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 becoming friends. Yeah, I'm totally rooting for them. The next scene, though, guys, we are we are at the lake in the canyon. Okay, it's like early evening. Kyler and Co show up in his Jeep. Yaz is there. It's you know they want to start Yaz's birthday party, but Cobra Kai was already there throwing a throwing their party. Yep. What did you think about that? Um, they they you know that's what they're gonna do. They struck first, yeah. crash the party. I love it. I love it. Good job, Aisha. Moon is like, cool, how do, they, how do these people get here early? And then Yaz was like, I wouldn't invite these people because it looked like there were some losers there, I guess, whatever. Yeah, she said all, all the nerd kids were there. All know? the nerd kids were there. Yeah. Yaz told Kyler to get him to leave. She's like, kick these people out. <laughs> and Kyler started to walk down there, but he spotted Miguel. And he's, he got and scared. He's afraid of him. Yeah, he said, you know, no, he bailed out. It's like, yeah, why don't we just go back to the house and hang out there? <laughs> I love that. He beat his bully. They started to leave, but Moon spied Hawk. And he yep. was like looking all cool and confident, Mohawk and everything. And she decided to join the party. Yep. Right then, Kyler and Brooks, they bail out. They're, they're leaving. And Gone. But 
Mm -hmm. But Yaz stayed with Moon right at the end. So Yaz is at the party too. In the party, Miguel was mad that Sam was ignoring him, you know, and possibly cheating. He thinks that, right? Yep. So he starts to get drunk, dude. And you know the angry, angry yeah, drinking. He's, he's like, this is the first time ever drinking, too. <laughs> yeah, he gagged it up. He gagged on it. She laughed. Aisha laughed at him. He just like grabbed a beer out of the cooler and started drinking it. Yeah, so he's angrily drinking, you know, you know that, getting all super drunk and angry. Yeah. Oh my gosh, something's going to happen. So, yeah, it's building there at the party. Moving on, you guys, we are back at the, La at the LaRusso household, and Sam was trying to read a book on the couch, if you remember. She was like laying yep. there. And you, did you see what the book was? <laughs> it's so funny. It was uh, William Faulkner's As I Lay Dying. Yes, I did see that. <laughs> so she's like laying on the couch, As I Lay Dying. I love that. <laughs> so boring. Robbie's got a plan, though. You know, he, he walked in like limping and pretending that he twisted his ankle. And Amanda offered him a, to ride home, but she has to finish the reports. So she makes Sam take him. It was a pretty good plan. It is an old Robin Robbie trick, man. Robin Robbie, yeah, he's he's good at scamming. He is. He's a little con man. He's good at, about making up some stuff on the fly. So he's pretty yeah. smart. We've seen him do it before. Robin Robbie strikes again here. He's like slipping Jimmy's Robin Robbie. <laughs> yeah, on the way out, Sam asked him if he needs if she needed if he needed help like with his skateboard and stuff. Because Robbie was limping, and he said no. He just, I just got to fix my, fix my walk in. He did like, he like jumped and fixed his legs. Yeah. He's walking all cool now. And she was like, "Did you just Kaiser Soze me?" I love that. <laughs> love that. So he's like, hey, "So where are we going?" His part, his plan worked, and she said, "A party? How does that sound?" He said, "Great." And then she, Sam said, my boyfriend is really wondering where I'm at, I bet. <laughs> yeah, he seemed, he seemed disappointed about that. He's like, oh. Oh, yeah. He's like, we want to keep her waiting. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> he didn't know that she had a boyfriend. Nope. He didn't he's, know. Like, he's like, oh, damn. Damn. It almost worked, y'all. Robin Robbie strikes again. I like that. At the next scene, y'all, we you know, we're back at the bar. I love this stuff. Johnny and Daniel are talking about the time that Daniel got spaghetti all over him, dude. Yeah. They're like reminiscing about <laughs> the that. Spaghetti incident. Yes, yes. Oh, it's so funny. To be, just for them to be able to like sit back and talk about the things that happened to Karate <laughs> Kid 1. It's awesome. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, Johnny was like, oh, it was all over your face, man. It was so funny. Yeah, Johnny was laughing about it. <laughs> But Daniel said, it wasn't on my face. It was on my chest. And that sauce burned. <laughs> and then Johnny was like, that's even funnier, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, man. So this is all a bonus, dude. I'm just loving all of this. I can't believe it. Daniel said, laugh it up. But you know, I heard Allie clocked you pretty hard after that. She did, remember? Yep, and uh, I think Johnny said he even deserved it, right? He, yeah, he totally did. He, he totally did. And then, then they started to talk about Allie. Johnny asked if he ever sees her these days, if, you know, if Daniel ever sees her or whatever. Daniel said he hasn't seen her in decades, you know, but she went to med school. She got married. 
she moved to Colorado. Da, 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 and Johnny's like, you seem to know a lot about her. Daniel answered that by saying that he's seen her on Facebook. Johnny said, what's a Facebook, dude? Classic <laughs> Johnny. I mean, really, man, can you, can you, I mean, can you really, like, at the, that point in your life, not know what Facebook is? You know, even though, it, I mean, Johnny must live under a rock completely. That's where he's at, man. Yeah. Wow. So Daniel showed Johnny the Facebook page, and it's Ali Mills Schwarber now. <laughs> they picked a funny name for that Schwarber. one. I love it. Yep. Schwarber. Apologies for everybody named Schwarber out there. Um, sorry, Schwarber. Sorry, Schwarber. They pulled up a picture of her husband, and Johnny took a look at him. He said, he said "Look at that dumb face." <laughs> Dan, 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 remember what Daniel said? <laughs> he's like agreeing with him. Yeah, he said, "What an asshole!" So they're like, <laughs> so they're like bonding over. <laughs> They're like bonding over not liking Allie's husband as they're drinking yeah. together. And Daniel ordered another round. Yep. So, yep, they're becoming friends. And it makes me think, Cole, like, could they have been friends this entire time? Maybe they could have. They, they could have. They should have. Oh, man, y'all. Missed opportunities. Yeah, you know, I mean, also, they were in different... Social classes, though, also, you know, at the time. So I don't know. But, you know, if they just could get past that, maybe they would have been good friends back even when they were kids. I think so. I'm rooting for them, folks. But now, you guys, it is this evening. We are at the Canyon Party of Cobra Kai, and it is nighttime. We got some music going. We have some fire pits going. Kids are playing soccer on the sand by the lake. It's just like Karate Kid 1 almost, the beach scene, right, Cole? It is a bit like that. It is a bit like that, yes. Mm-hmm. You guys like some smoke from the fires going on and a bunch of teenagers partying. So Aisha found Miguel, and he's drunk. He's drunk at this point. He's in a bad mood. He's about three beers. More. You good? Yeah, I'm fine, Aisha. So three beers, he's drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's first time getting Miguel. drunk. It's first mm -hmm. time getting drunk. But he is mad. And he's looking for more beer. He ran into Dimitri, right? He's like had the last Mr. Pib, I guess what he's saying. Yeah. But he saw Hawk making Dimitri saw Hawk making out with Moon. Yep. They're making out, dude. Good for Eli. Wow, this is a big yeah, deal. It's probably, probably the first time he's ever kissed a girl. Also, you know, if you think about it. Could be, yeah. Probably. He was, yeah, so. And she's a real pretty girl, so that's a good, that, that, that's a good catch for yeah. him. Dimitri went over to him after she left, and he said, he's like, you cut your hair and get a tattoo and everything changes like this. And Hawk's answer was so funny. It reminded <laughs> he was he said, "It's not just a haircut; it's a way of life. It's gonna feel the energy, live in the moment." Yeah, just it's a way. Of, it's a way of life. It's not a costume. <laughs> it's a way of life. 
so yeah, feel the moment. Very, and then Dimitri's like, "That's very McConaughey thing." And you know, he he probably like he probably heard Moon say that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really thinking she probably said something like that to him. You know, like before they made out. You know, mm-hmm. just feel the energy, live in the moment. That's it sounds totally like a Moon thing. That's totally something Moon probably would have said. That is a Moon thing, 100. It feels like. But Dimitri thinks about it, and he sees Yaz standing there, and he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna live in the moment." Oh boy! So he he <laughs> Dimitri's about to approach Yaz. Oh oh man! This was his approach, you guys. I wrote it down. Oh my gosh! So he said, "Hello." He was like, "Hello there." <laughs> it's already like funny. <laughs> he said, "I saw on your Facebook that it's your birthday. Happy birthday!" She didn't say anything, so he said... This kid does not have the riz, as they call it these days. Yeah, not at all. He said, And then immediately starts apologizing. He says, I'm sorry if I'm bothering you. I normally don't converse with members of the opposite sex. Oof, oof. Ex- except for my mom. Oof. But even, even then, it's intimidating. Oof. My move is to watch from a distance, but not in a creepy way. Ooh. Just think of me as like an admirer from afar. <laughs> that's a z- that's a zero out of ten, dude. It's <laughs> like, dude, man. That's you a know what? zero. Just, just go sit back down, dude. <laughs> yeah, that is a zero. What was funny though is like she said, "Oh my god," and she like walked off. But then he was like, he was like. That went pretty well. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty good for him. Hey, if you approach, at least you approach, right? That's a win. He tried. You approach, he tried. You win. That's right. So good for Dimitri for trying there. But Yaz is mad now because all these losers are here. He's ruining her birthday. Yaz storms up Taisha and she confronts her about crashing the party. Big moment here. This has been building since like the first episode. The Aisha Yaz thing. You know, because Yaz has been cyberbullying her. All remember the dance? Yeah. And she like made her go viral with like the Cheetos thing. And so this is coming to a big head here. And it well, Aisha said, Well, you know, we were here first, right? But then I Yaz said, you know, you think you're cool with your karate friends or whatever but you're a fugly bitch she called Damn. her that this is some teen drama here some trash talking big time she said all your friends are freaks and then she tried to bail out she tried to bail out and get moon to leave too but good for moon man you remember what moon said about all that yeah moon, moon uh, had apologized to aisha for everything and you know so she's having fun one don't want to leave yeah she wants to stay right yeah. All right. Do you remember what happened next here, Cole? Do you want to take it away? Yeah, she told like I think yes, told her like, hey, you deserve to say the losers or whatever. Aisha, um, it's called yeah. Uh, I can't remember what she said to her exactly. She just said, "Hey, Yaz." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then she said, "Let me help you to your car." <laughs> she said, "Let me help you to your car," and she grabs like. She get, grabs her like underwear and then pulls them straight up from the front and actually lifts her up off the ground. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> a front wedgie. A front, a front wedgie. Everybody saw it. Lifts her up off the ground and she yelled like, no mercy, bitch, and then threw her on the ground. Oh, man, dude. She's so strong. It's amazing. And guess what? You know, 
I hate to say it, but Yaz kind of deserved it, dude, in a way. Yeah, definitely, man. Yaz is, well, she's a mean girl, you know, like one of those types. Yeah, so, man, <laughs> you know, and if you think about it, she's been cyberbullied by Yaz, and that's the reason she went to Cobra Kai, and Johnny told her that she'll be sending a message back with her fists. You yes. <laughs> and she yes. did, dude. She did. You no, know, good on Aisha for taking up for herself, also, you know. Big thing there. Maybe she went a little maybe she went a little far there with that. But, you know, that was awesome. Picked her up all yeah, the way off the awesome. ground. <laughs> no mercy. Yeah, and at at that time, y'all, Robbie showed up with Sam. Oh no. It's about to go down. They're getting out of the car, and Robbie remarked to Sam that she was driving really fast, right? You remember they had this conversation, and Sam said she was driving fast because her boyfriend was waiting. And so Robbie's like, So so what? You're a little late to the party, big deal. But then Sam said that she wants to get there so she could talk to him about this situation. She's been keeping Miguel a secret from her dad, and she thinks that Miguel knows now, so she she wants to clear the air with him and all that. But then Robbie wants to know more. He said, "Yes, why are you keeping him a secret from your dad?" Yeah, and do you remember what Sam said about all that? Something about how she doesn't, you know, it goes back to Johnny's self teaching and all that, you know. Yeah, she said she's keeping him a secret because her dad hates Miguel's sensei. She feels like she has to come clean to everyone about this situation. And then, like, they're walking in, and Robbie said that he can relate because, you know, he needs to come clean, too. Yeah. He needs to come clean, he needs to come clean about being yeah, Johnny's son. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So it's about to go down here at the party, you guys. Y'all know, y'all know what's about to happen. So Miguel spotted Robbie and Sam as they're walking down the boat ramp. Okay. And Robbie was kind of holding Sam, helping her down. Yeah, it looked like they were holding hands. A little bit. You know, I was watching the subtitles and stuff, and they're walking in, and Sam was saying that she thinks she couldn't have handled it on her own. So it was like a steep thing, I guess. Yeah, you know, Rob- Robbie's saying he was taught to be a gentleman. Yeah, he was trying to be yeah. nice. So they're trying to show that she really needed help. He wasn't trying to be handsy with her, so... Well, you know, I don't know, he likes her. They were just holding hands. Is what it looked like, you know, it looked like they were holding hands. But it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. Yeah, you're right, man. And he knows that she has a boyfriend now. Now he knows. He already knew before that. Yeah, he knew. He already he knew before they got there. Yeah, now he knows. They did, you know, touch on the way down. So and Miguel saw that. Ooh, just that set him off. You know that already. He's mm-hmm. probably like redlining, you know, at that point. Yeah, do you remember what he did? You can take it away. Yeah, he uh, he straight up confronted confronted them about it. So you know, who's this? Yep, he said, "Who's this guy?" And then uh, she tries to explain, you know, who he is. Miguel didn't really listen; just shoved him down on the ground. That's exactly right. I, I, I got the play-by-play here. Robbie said, is this your boyfriend? And, like, Miguel was looking at him ready to fight, totally. Yeah, he, he was, was mad. There, right? And, like, Sam started explaining that Robbie works for, you know, for my dad. 
she's like, hey, she, it works for my dad. But then she noticed Miguel was drunk and she like switched it around. She's like, have you been drinking? Right? right. And dude, you know, you know how it is. When somebody does something like that, you've been drinking, you're already mad. That's going to set him off. Right. So Miguel said, you know, he's like, you don't get to turn this around on me. I've been trying to call you and text you all day. So this is some teen drama, you guys. We are Ooh, in it. Yeah. Right? This is we are in it. This is what we're here for. So well, Sam's response was that her mom took her phone. And so did like did you have something to say before they before it goes down? Oh no, yeah, I was just saying no, I was just saying like he had, it was like right around the moment he like he just shoved Robbie to the ground. <laughs> yeah, because okay, I watched it a few times. Miguel was acting a bit belligerent and he was kind of yelling at Sam. He was hey. drunk. He was drunk, kind of being, you know, aggressive. He's mad. He has he has a right to be angry and he's drunk. You know, it's it's a series of unfortunate events. It like is. It just, like, it just is. Like, like Sam didn't do this on purpose. She didn't like not answer him on purpose, you know. Yes, he has the wrong idea, unfortunately. And yeah, he's being belligerent. He's like, oh, that's so convenient, like your excuse. He thinks that she's cheating on with Robbie, you know, and now they're there together. And here it goes down like this. So Robbie came in, and with his subtitles, he said, hey, man, just tell blank. I don't know what he was trying to say there. I'm not sure what he was trying to say. Okay. But then Miguel sucker pushed him. Just shut him down, yep. He said he shoved him to the ground. He said, and you get out of here. He gets up and goes into a fighting stance almost. Mm -hmm. He said, you want to try that again? And Miguel said, yeah, we'll try it again. And he swung at Robbie, but he also hit Sam, dude. This is a big yeah, deal, y'all. Oh, my he's God. He's trying to hit Robbie, but he, he misses and he accidentally hits Sam. And you couldn't answer me back once? No, I literally couldn't. Oh. My mom took my phone. Oh, that's so convenient. Hey, 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 man, you and it's, you get out of here. Go stop it. Hey, man, you want to try that again? Try it again, huh? Don't. Oh. Oh. Sam, Sam, I'm sorry. Asshole. What the hell was that? Oh, my, my, my head is in my hands, folks. I can't believe it. It Yikes. is not good, dude. Uh, so, yep. He hits Sam and she falls to the ground. And then Miguel and Robbie, they both tried to help her up at the same time, if you noticed. Yeah. But Sam spun around against, like pushed Miguel out and said, you asshole, what was that? She's yelling at Miguel now. Yep. And like, y'all, this is the couple that was at golf and stuff and having a great time. And, you know, Miguel's his first kiss and all that. Now this happened. And now this happens. I, I do not want this to happen. This is terrible. My heart's broken too, folks. So, Cole, I mean, like, what do you think about that? Like, well, she, she, did you hear what she, she told him? You know, my dad was right about Cobra Kai. That's right. Mm hmm. So man, you yeah yeah you know this is not good, not good for Miguel, not good for the relationship. It's probably over at this point. I was really rooting for them, but yep, she's the next thing she said was yep she that her dad was right about Cobra Kai, and she told Miguel, "Good luck at the tournament. 
she won't be there and she left dude and i feel like Ugh. i feel like they broke up right there yeah i mean he hit her almost you know it wasn't intentional but yeah he did oh man i was rooting for them so much and you know miguel was so happy and smiling and his first kiss and it came to this man i can't believe it so Robbie started following her. Robbie started following her. And this was just like an alternate beach scene from Karate Kid 1 in a way. You know, a little fight on the, you know, at the party on the beach. Kind of like a mirror to that in a way. You know, with Allie and stuff. Definitely. With Sam being the new Allie. Y'all can see it. Y'all know. So, yeah. What do you think about that, Cole? Man, it was, that's, uh, Sucks. It's <laughs> you know, yeah. I I, I like seeing those two together. Also, you know, mm-hmm. now yeah. like you said, you can't believe it's come to this at this point. You know, here's, you know, it, it's a, it's a little. I mean, it's both a little bit. Both their faults has happened. You know, like they weren't not. They're both not being honest or or upfront with each other. You know, and so something like this is probably bound to happen sooner or later because of that. Yes, they're teenagers, unfortunately. Yep. Yep. I'm with you there, Cole. My heart's broken too. Y'all, at the next scene though, moving on, we are back at the LaRusso household. You know, this is this is later that night, you're right, and Johnny and Daniel, they're coming home from the bar and they've been <laughs> drinking. They have been drinking. They're probably both drunk at this point. They are both drunk. You know, D- Daniel's even telling Johnny, he's like, sober my ass. You're it's a good thing there was no cops on the way home. Yep. And Johnny was trying to convince Daniel to have one more fight on the mat with them. Like he wants to hash it out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned like I think you mentioned Rocky Three, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're related and all that stuff, just like Rocky Three. And he wants to hash it out one more time. Daniel relents. He's like, okay, one more time, one time only. And Cole, how funny would that have been, really? To see them like drunk fighting, that'd like be, reenacting. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it. Like them reenacting their old fight all drunk. You know, it looks like it might actually happen. <laughs> yeah, them like wrestling around, like, you know, drunk wrestling and all yeah. that stuff, dude. It's so funny. So love that. And Johnny said, Yeah, it's on. Let's do it. At this point, though, it seems like more like a friendly fight. You know, like they. They're oh yeah, for, it's for fun at this point, you know. Yeah, yeah, it would have been like a funny, f- yeah, fun fight, you know. Daniel would have like, did, like done like a fake crane kick, I bet you, and all that <laughs> stuff, dude. They would have hugged afterwards and everything. So yeah, no, you're right about that. It would have been like a friendly, a friendly fight. So as they go in, in, into the dojo to do that, we have another unexpected visitor, unfortunately. Y'all, and you guys knew it was coming. You knew it was going to blow up eventually. And it just blew up between Sam and Miguel. And now it's about to blow up between Daniel and Johnny. And they almost Man. became friends. Yeah, so close. Another misfortunate event here. Unfortunate event. So, yeah. Robbie's inside the dojo. He's like, he wants to, he, he starts off by saying, Mr. LaRusso, I really need to talk to you. 
Oh man, so he, he's about to, he's probably about to tell Daniel, you know, about Johnny. Uh huh. He was about to come clean as well. Oof! <laughs> Everybody was about to come clean, and it didn't work. Nope. So Johnny saw Robbie, and he's like, "What the hell is this, man? Like, what would you think if that was your if that was your son right there?" So that's it's about to go down here in the dojo. I mean, Daniel has no idea that it's Johnny's son, by the yep. way. Don't forget. Yeah, don't yeah forget. he still has no idea. He has no idea. So he's like, hey, I have a student of my own too. You know, he puts his hand on his shoulder and stuff. And Johnny must have thought that Daniel knew that Robbie was his son. He, he must have thought that this was like some kind of ruse. Yeah, he immediately gets pissed off. Mm-hmm. Remember, do you remember what he did? Yeah, he shoved Daniel right into a wall of trophies. Mm-hmm. The trophy case, that's right. Yeah, and broke one of the trophies. Robbie got in between them and he got into like a fighting stance against his dad and he said, Back off. And do you remember at the end of the last episode, Johnny was like writing a letter to to Robbie. You know, he wanted he to reconnect. So again, you guys unfortunate event again and Dan and then daniel realizes too he's like do you he's like your dad like what in the world so it's it's blowing up all over the place so johnny's a piss at daniel now and daniel's pissed at robbie man i can't believe it it's blowing up all over the place robbie said if you want to fight him you have to fight me first and this is like the last thing that johnny wanted to see dude his like his son his is defending Reluso. Yeah. What in the Ugh. world? What in the world, y'all? It's blowing up massive right here. Johnny left, dude. He can't believe it. He just bailed out. And then Robbie started to come clean to Daniel. And this is this was a bad move from Daniel. I feel like you know he's yeah. started yelling at Robbie. You remember? Yeah, tell him he didn't want to see him at the dealership anymore. Didn't want to see him at the dojo anymore. Basically told him to get out of his life. Man, yeah, he told Robbie to get out. He said, don't come back to this house, the dealership, not ever. He's so going to see your face again, basically. So he just got fired, too. Yep. You think about it. And out of the dojo, remember, he was learning all the cool balance and stuff. So he's, he's lost that as well. And, you know, he's just being failed by his... Role models again, Robbie. You know he's just, he was just about to come clean, also. You know, so you know he, he you know he, he wanted to to let Daniel know, and then this happened. Uh it's 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 unfortunate, folks. It's just the worst. But so Johnny got out. He he got into the challenger. He peeled out. He's gone. They were almost friends. I couldn't believe it, you guys. Daniel's so trophy close. got broken. Yep, Daniel, Daniel's trophies got broken, man. It, it is like everything blew up there at the end. That is the end of the episode. You get the Cobra apart. Kai thing, dude. It all fell apart. Daniel's standing there with a broken trophy. All these relationships have broken right at the end, Cole. Oh, end of episode. Fade all to black, came man. Apart. Fade to black. That's a, that's a, that's a bummer, man. That one yeah. was a bummer. I'm sorry, a, folks. We ended on we, we yeah we ended on episode, a, a bad note on that one. Yeah, that wow. one was full of drama. 
so much drama. Cole, tell me what you thought about that scene first. Would you that, please? That particular scene right there, man. That yes, was, please. Wow. Such a letdown. You know, you're rooting. You're rooting. I mean, I, I don't know if you were. I was rooting for the friendship of uh, Johnny and Daniel. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, that's, yeah. that's great to see these guys uh, connecting and becoming friends even. Oh, and, yeah. And, um, man, just, oh, gosh. Just wrong place. Wrong. This whole bad timing is the, is the, is the name of the game in this whole show pretty much, man. <laughs> just bad timing. Bad timing. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, to see the... Uh, the bond between Robbie and Daniel be broken like that also sucks, you know. Uh, I mean, and, and, you know, Robbie's already looking up, you know, Robbie's looking up to Daniel as a father figure at this point, you know. And and the only person he's really gotten maybe good life skills and teaching and fatherly advice from, and he just lost it. And he lost his job. And his job. Yep. So it it fell apart there. And and and, and you know, even even his real dad took off too. You know, yeah, they were both mad at him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he, he challenged him to a fight. You know, he's ready to fight his dad. So we're back to square one, folks, with all those relationships. We are. It's all fell apart, and even you know, even with Sam and Miguel. Yeah, they broke up. Looked like man, it's just rough episode, man. Uh, it was rough. It, it all it all came apart. <laughs> yeah, it was rough, but that's what we're here for, folks. We're here yep. for that teen drama, and it's going to be have to be hashed out somehow. It's all leading up to the All Valley, folks. It looks like all this stuff's going to get resolved at the All Valley tournament coming up. So, and Cole, what do you think about that whole episode? Man, when when they when a great seeing uh, Daniel and Johnny singing along together to, <laughs> to Ario Speedwagon. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. I didn't know that I needed that, but I did need that. So it was just, great. Just watching them uh, get to know each other, man. That, that part was pretty uh, pretty cool. I mean, different, but, different but the same, you know? They almost became friends. And seeing the old apartment complex, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's it's... I was really happy to see them actually uh, becoming friends, and then just it all came apart at the end there. Yeah, downer episode. We had some breakups. We had some ends of some friendships. We had some people get fired, dude. Oof. We a good thing though. It was the Aisha thing. She finally hashed things out with. Got things fixed with yeah that part yeah, was good she got you know Yaz got her comeuppance so that was a good thing you know we saw uh, we saw we saw Hawk get with Moon you know that was something new forming there in the camarad the camaraderie of the uh, of the Cobra Kai's I like seeing that too man they're a tight knit group you know they got their their quiver they're all mm-hmm. together they got each other's backs they're all looking out for each other. I'd, I'd go to. Would you go to a Cobra Kai party? Oh, one hundred percent, man. If you were, I'm if you're a high school kid, I've already got my shirt kid, on. If I was a high school kid, I would have been there. <laughs> Heck yeah! Oh yeah, I got my shirt on already. So that was that was pretty amazing. And so, other than those things that we just said, did you have any other favorite lines or moments from that episode at all? I think one of the funniest things in the in the, that episode was uh, when Hawk told a. Uh, the cashier at the uh, at the <laughs> convenience store that uh, 
what's his name? Bert is his name, right? The uh, Bert. He told him that Bert was his son. Was that's his kid? <laughs> 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 yeah, like the, they're like the same age, pretty much. Those two kids, probably like they maybe two years apart, maybe three years <laughs> apart, at the most. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It is funny. Oh my gosh, totally funny. I love that as well. And yep, I really liked when Daniel and Johnny were like drinking together at the bar, like reminiscing over like the spaghetti and Allie yeah. and stuff. It was cool seeing all that, man. Just uh, all the callbacks to the to the original movie as well. Yep, they bonded over cars, music, like the father figures, things. Almost became friends. I wish they would have hashed out the last fight thing there at the end but yeah it all fell apart they found out that robbie was johnny's son and they kicked him out man sam and miguel broke up there oh my gosh it all fell apart so kind of a downer episode but it will Ooh. all be hashed out looks like at the all valley tournament yeah folks. i think we've got one more episode uh, of this season Season one here. That's great. That's correct. So it's yeah. going to be amazing stuff that happens at the All Valley, folks. Looking forward to that. So it's all going to happen there. Cole, do you have any more stuff to say about this episode? I think we pretty much covered it, man. What a, you know, it was a pretty deep episode. We, uh, at least now, we, we, we can see that hopefully, even though things ended uh, on a down note between. Johnny and Daniel, maybe they can uh, kind of see each other more eye to eye now, you know? Definitely, because they are different but same, as the title showed, folks. So that was another great episode. It really had a lot of teen drama, and it's all leading up to the All Valley Tournament, folks. And that's going to be happening next episode in the season finale of Cobra Kai and Cole, if you don't have anything else to say about that, I think we can end this one. How do you feel about that? I think we're good. I think we're good too, folks. So thanks for being here with us listeners and Cole, as always, I really appreciate your time, man. Oh yeah. It was a fun one. Even though that was a tough episode to get through, I had a fun time doing it. And I'm looking yeah. forward towards the next one, man. The All Valley Tournament. And even after that, folks, we are going all the way. And you guys know it. Why are we going all the way, Cole? It's because Cobra, Cobra Kai, Kai never dies. dies. That's right. All right, folks. Thanks for being here. We'll yep. see you next time. See you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.